You are now listening to another episode of Diaries of the Emotionally Intelligent right here on the Forbidden Desires podcast. So I'm noticing that as I'm as I date, as I'm dating and I'm getting to know people, the individuals I want to say pretty much all of them pretty much all of them that I'm that I actually give attention to even the good ones now there's, because there's something that has to do with the human behavior there's something that has to do with the way that we are just made as humans that at some point if we're getting too much then we think something of that person or the source that it's coming from it, it either is a good thing that you think or a bad thing but whatever it is is it's typically in my experience and in my opinion people typically feel like when they're being given more that that person is either weak or they're manipulating because they're giving so much that maybe it looks like they want something back like there's something that goes off in the next person's head when a person is giving too much and I'm starting to realize this I've been through many relationships a lot of people are afraid to get in and out of relationships because it takes so much of yourself and there's pain and discomfort associated with the, with the process but me you know I'm different I'll get in I'll get out yeah I experienced the same the same exact emotions that the next person experiences when they get it you know when they get into a relationship and then they have to separate I mean like because I actually give myself in the relationship like I actually go there and I become vulnerable and a lot of people cannot do that consistently from relationship to relationship because one they don't have the skill set to do it and they and, and the skill set requires them to one know how to be vulnerable two know when not to be vulnerable and three know when to cut it off let it go and then process the the lesson that you learned and to also uh, heal whatever wounds might have been created during that little period because you know the process of joining and separating it, it is uncomfortable you know, at some point you're going to fill a void there. You're going to feel like something's missing because you're literally when you're, when you're merging with someone else, you're literally either creating a bigger space for the two of you to have energy inside of, or you're releasing some of your energy to in, incorporate some of their energy into your sphere. Okay. So if there is a separation at some point, if there's a separation if there's a separation at some point you're going to fill the void it is inevitable it is inevitable and a lot of people are afraid of that void i personally 
I mean, it's painful, but I'm not afraid of it. I just understand it's a part of the process. I go through the pain too, but I just, I, I have the, the skill set to, to be vulnerable, to hold boundaries, to show compassion, and then to release myself if this is not something for me. Okay. With that said, when I'm dating, <clears throat> I have been doing this over and over and over again. This has been a loop that I have been on. When I'm dating someone, I understand that the human being at some point is going to test the connection. They're they're going to it's just it's just inevitable. They're going to test it by um, either pulling back or some something. I don't know. There's going to be a test, right? Or or they do something behaviorally you know subconsciously to see how you respond they're testing the waters they need to know who, who, what this is how far they can go where they can go if this is good for them too okay so you, you know everybody tests i even test i don't do it on purpose but i do understand that like if something happens then i make the next move then i wait to see what they do that's a test okay anyway but as I'm, as I was saying, you know, like a lot of, a lot of people, they test. And so when you're in the relationship for me personally, my loop, my mistake that I'm, I'm realizing is a mistake now is every time that this person tests me or tries me, I give them more space. Like I not, not space, like separation between me and them. No. I mean, like I give them more opportunity to do something different but see what i'm realizing now and i'm a little upset at myself about this right now like this is pissing me off now that i'm thinking about it because i guess i could have i could have gotten rid of this a long time ago if i had to just accept it i don't know i maybe maybe i had to come to to this realization like this i guess when you give somebody more opportunities to do exactly what they just did they gonna do exactly what they just did or they gonna go in worse because it's a test they're trying to see how far they can get in and you know and be whatever i don't know i don't know if it's inappropriate or or or, or they i don't know i don't know they're trying to see if you ratchet or if they if they try to see if you a pushover if they try to see if you strong i don't know but my response is to give them more opportunity. And I am realizing that my response to give them more opportunity is almost, they're understanding it as a green light to continue to do what they've been doing. They don't see it as a, okay, I did that. Maybe I need to, you know, do something different. No, 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 no. I literally just gave them permission to continue on with the shenanigans the fuckery you know and so i'm really pissed because this is this is something else this is i'm just realizing this ain't that a bitch ain't that a bitch ain't that a bitch so instead of just being long suffering you know i should have just cut that shit off long suffering is for someone who has earn that shit like you long suffer with somebody that has has shown you that they're loyal has showed you that they're dedicated and they care about you that's who you long suffer for but these 
people that you meet right out the gate, like you try to get them chance, don't know. Do not give, don't give the chances. And then when you see the fuckery start to show up, you withdraw, you pull back because it shows them, it shows them that it, what they're doing is not okay. If you give them more compassion, you showing them that what they're doing is okay and that you will, you're willing to deal with it. I think for me, I just want people to act right. Like, and I know that that's controlling. That's a, a sense of controlling. I'm, I'm controlling. Like, I accept that. I am controlling because I am a creator. Like, I have to control certain aspects of my life. I don't get upset when people call me controlling. I don't care. You can call me controlling all day. Yes, I'm controlling. And I'm about to control this conversation and it's over. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I don't care about being called controlling. I just know this is so weird. I just have to, I gotta cut it. I have to cut it or back up. Cause you know what? Cause saying something, do you know what? Saying something just, it starts, it sparks an argument. And a lot of people are doing these things subconsciously. So, and they have a particular vision or perception of themselves that's not in a negative light so if you bring to them to the surface that they're being you know that they're showing signs of fuckery they're going to deny they're going to deny and become defensive so saying something you know that's that's not even i don't even feel like that's that's an option because if you say if you say, you know, I feel like you took a little longer this time to call me back than you normally would because I feel like you trying to see, you trying to get me to chase you. Like if you say that out loud, the next person is going to deny it, deny it, deny it. One, because they don't want to be seen in that light. And then two, because, you know, they don't even know that this is what they're doing. But this is the program that they're running in the back of their mind because this is how they... This is how they test situations to see what they can get away with, what they can't get away with, what the terms are. Like this is this is this is the way, but they they don't know this. So if you say it out loud, they're going to deny it and 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 become defensive and, and actually kind of back away. And you know, so I'm I'm learning. Are you enjoying this episode of Diaries of the Emotionally Intelligent? Well, stay tuned for more. Now is a brief interruption for a quick message. Are you good at working through your personal issues? Want to have your audio featured on the podcast? Well, here's an opportunity to play your part in helping your community by sending in your pre-recorded audio of you verbally working through an issue or mental block that you're currently experiencing. All submissions will be altered to preserve the privacy and anonymity of each individual that is making a submission. Never done this before? Don't worry. All you have to do is send in an email to the.emotionally.intelligent at gmail.com with the subject title podcast submission. You will be sent an email in return with complete instructions on how to submit. Good luck and thank you for your time and attention. Now let's get back to your episode of 
Diaries of the Emotionally Intelligent. I'm learning that you can't even say nothing. You have to politely deal with people, you know, cordially, I say not politely, cordially deal with people, and when they start to show fuckery behavior, you need to show them that that shit's not okay. Like, a sword for a sword, not a gun for a sword, you know what I'm saying? Or, or a bat for, for a gun, like, no. They show up with a sword, you show up with a sword. They're they're doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. You show them that they're that's not okay. Show it. Don't say it. That's what I'm learning. Because I'm not, first of all, I'm not in the business of arguing with people. And when people get defensive, they like to argue. No. And, man, this is just, I'm upset with myself. I'm upset with myself for being too loving, for being too generous, for being too compassionate. There's a two, you know, anything excessive is not good for anybody, for any situation. I don't care if it's love. If you're giving too much love to someone, and when I say too much love, I mean like you're giving so much love that the rate that you're giving the love and the rate that is coming back to you is unequal, unbalanced, and so you're starting to be depleted. That's too much love, you know? When you do that, it just, it's all bad. It go haywire. Like, you have to, I have to be able to detach myself. I have to be able to detach myself from from the caringness that I have about people because I can see them and I can see them fighting and struggling with certain inner conflicts that they may have, you know? I have them too, you know? I have them too. So I'm pretty sure that from the outside, looking into to who I am and the way that I act and behave, that someone can see that there's an inner conflict that I might be having with myself, somebody, you know? Anyway. So, yeah, I am really upset that I have been carrying these situations like this. Like, this is... Mm-mm. No. No, 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 no. You got to back up. You got to back up. You got to back up. Because if you lean in, you saying it's okay. Just got to be okay with backing up. And I think a lot of, a lot of people, including myself, well, before, before this conversation are afraid of backing up because you don't want to lose that person completely. But shit. If they just gonna treat your ass bad anyway, what's the who cares about losing it? You know? Like everything comes in good and bad. There's a flip side to everything. So if if everything or every person comes with good or bad then you're going to get good from the next person. You don't have to be afraid to lose this one because if you're releasing this person and they come with good and bad and their bad is outweighing their good or the bad aspects of them you can't handle, you're not losing anything if you let them go. You may be losing the good aspects, but again, you can get good aspects in everybody. And when when you learn to just release the person 
and move on, you start to experience good aspects with other people that you didn't even know that you liked or wanted or felt better than the other good aspects of somebody else. Like, it's just that fear factor. It, it's the um, the fear of the unknown, too. Like, you don't know what you're getting, you know? But I think that maybe if I turn that fear factor of not knowing what I'm going to be walking into into more of an adventurous... Um, more of an adventurous intrigued energy about what could come my way maybe 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 I can learn to let go gracefully when I'm confronted with some aspects or features of a person or their behavior that it is not in alignment with me even though they may have good aspects to them if the bad ones are too bad I gotta let it go because at the end of the day I gotta take it all I have to take all of this person so if they come with good and bad and their bad is completely like it outweigh the good like I have to let that shit go I gotta let it go whether it you know let it go let it go just let it go and then for the people who come and, and try to test me I need to show up with my boundaries and enforce them bitches no matter what they may say about my actions in response to what they're doing. I don't care. Like, that's a trap. That's a motherfucking trap. That is a trap. When somebody is doing something to you or they're behaving in a particular way that would that would reward, you know, that would cause a particular reaction then they come back with names and descriptions that put strongholds on you to make you feel like your reaction was wrong or unwarranted or whatever you know like when people oh oh so you uh are you vindictive well it depends on on who's talking because if you if you go and do something to me if you if you ghost me if you stop talking to me for a day and then you pop back up and then i don't talk to you for a day or two it's in response to what you just did but now you mad at me because i'm not talking to you so come on or or if we have an agreement and you don't follow through on your agreement and in response to you not following through on your agreement, I, de- I decide to sever the connection. But in the past, I said that I wouldn't. I said that I wouldn't sever the connection based on you not doing these behaviors. But since you are doing these behaviors, I now have to sever this connection. But now you want to come back and say that I'm a back and forth. No, I'm not a back and forth. I am just being stupid because I'm continuing to allow you more space to do these dumb things and every time you do them I react the way I'm supposed to react but for some reason I go back and sit in my car in my room or something like that and I think to myself oh no let me just give them another chance so now I'm back the back and forth is my my hesitation to just release the shit like I'm supposed to in the first place that's really what you see it I'm really just trying to give you space to improve yourself, to do something different, you know, 
and but you're still behaving like that you still are doing that thing that 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 is a deal killer for me or you're still doing that thing that I feel like is toxic or harmful in the connection right so the back and forth is the okay this is not good for me okay well let me try it again maybe maybe this person can get over okay this is not good for me that's the back and forth but you know what if I had just if I just at the fucking top if if that shit ain't right and it's not good if it's just not good just fucking let that shit go won't be no back and forth can't nobody tell me how back and forth but then i'll have another label oh you give up too easily or whatever you know all these things that people say in response to your natural reaction to some bullshit they're doing it's just meant to to entrap you and keep you there or to to reverse your decision on the situation like no that's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. The devil is a lie, and I, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm going. It's gonna be hard because I'm used to giving people more and more chances. I'm, I'm used to it now. Um, you know, I, and I, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset because I feel like I had growing up or in the past, my mentors, whoever's supposed to be teaching me these things, did not teach me to put compassion and and long suffering into a context that is going to be beneficial for my life i've been using long suffering and compassion or you know long suffering and, and continuing to give ch chances in the wrong capacities in the wrong places in my life like in a relation in a dating situation i'm not supposed to be long suffering in a dating situation long suffering is is given to a spouse who earned the right to be in your life forever that's who you long suffer with because you've got to now. That's that's a long life, life, lifetime, a lifetime. That's a long time. So you got a long suffer. But if somebody I'm just dating, no. You can get the step. You can step. 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 This has been another episode of. Diaries of the Emotionally Intelligent. Finding any value from the existence of this podcast? We'll pay it forward. There are several ways to support. Join the family by subscribing here on Anchor, Instagram, or Facebook. Just search up Forbidden Desires Podcast. You can also donate. Just look for the feature on any platform you're listening from. Proceeds are used to support the funding of the creation and operation of this revolutionary experience. Thank you again for being a valued listener.